I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's Mike Shope and the Bulldog. I, I don't think that's a very good attitude. It's Mike Shope. You don't think? You don't you don't think? But I don't think you should be butting in when I'm talking to my team. You're my assistant, okay? You're supposed to back me up and go get me juice boxes when I tell you. Now go get me a juice box. You know who you're talking to? It's the Bulldog. I'm talking to the juice box guy. You're crazy. Well, I'm not crazy. I'm just thirsty. Why don't you go to hell? No, you go to hell. While you're there, why don't you grab me a juice box? I'm no juice box boy, I'll tell you that. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Yes, you it's are. Mike Show yes, and are. the Bulldog. No, on WGR Sports Radio 550. Okay, I think I'm set. I've got my water, my coffee, and my iced tea. Should be good, right? Uh, sure, yeah. <laughs> it should, it should I drank all that. I'd be up half the night going to the bathroom. But, you know, you do you. Yeah, no, this is pretty typical, actually. Yeah. Just getting sort of situated here. Got a pen? I've got a pen. Always have a pen. Almost always. If I don't, it's been it's it's a yeah, yeah. disaster. Always have a pen. My computer because it works better. Um. Yeah. So uh, here I've we go. All, I've got all my stuff too. I've got yes. Water. Water. Guitars. A dog. Well, sure. I mean, yes. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, the heat's still working. There's no snow blowing in. That's good because it's not snowing. Good. So yeah, it's all that helps stuff. when it's not snowing. That helps. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, none of that is really German. Uh, you know, for the show, I've got, I've got my, I've got a little little half sandwich for later. Oh, love I a half even, sandwich. Love a good right, half sandwich. What's that? Love a good half sandwich. Yeah, right. And <laughs> I, I, I have to because I have gotten caught a couple times lately. I don't know if you have noticed or not, um, but like, uh, yeah, I, I can o- almost hear my headphones from. Like across the the attic, if I'm coming back up here to start a segment, and a couple times I I, I can tell you're already talking. Yes. Like, oh no. Yes. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I missed the and uh, like both of those times recently have been because I was making a sandwich oh. during the break. I'm like not enough time for that. 
it's three floors. I got you know, just make the sandwich, wrap it up, and so I was like, I bring a lunch to the attic. Plus, you only made a half, so that saved some time. That saved sure. half the time. But making that, like, we've got these these little, like, I guess they're, I don't know, 8 or 10 inch, little, they're not 12 inch hoagie rolls, So, but I, I like to cut one of those in half, and that takes extra time. Yes. Having to cut the roll in half. Yeah, it's so, it, so true. Yeah, I mean, you don't think about it. As <laughs> no, big, you, you know, don't. It's less, but it takes more time. You don't think about you it. you got to cut that in half, repackage the other half to save it for tomorrow or whatever. Why do I have such terrible luck with those rolls? This really would shouldn't be a conversation we get into right now, but I'm going to write it down. Because I love the idea of them. Who doesn't love a good sub? So sometimes I'll buy the rolls, and oh, I'll just make a sub, and I can't even come close. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I need to like toast and butter it, or just what is going on at the restaurant that I'm not thinking of. Okay, well, it's got maybe it's a lot of things. Probably is. Those people are paid professionals, Michael. That's right. That's right. Uh, thank you. That helps. Okay. So uh, this is our 20th Super Bowl, you and me. All right. And I don't, I'm don't. i not keeping track, but I bet maybe 10 times, maybe more, on this day, the day after the championship games, it's we're doing something like how far away are the Bills? Like, what is it going to take? How far away are the Bills? And, of course, for many of those years, I don't know, it was like the, the most far away. Right, like light years. The, yeah. the farthest away, you know? Like, yeah. you don't have a quarterback. How do you expect to play yeah. with Brady Manning Roethlisberger? None more far. Yeah. Just, right. like, so far away. Why didn't we draft Russell Wilson? Whatever. I mean, that can kind of begin, it, begin and end the uh, discussion. Lately, I mean, it's not... It hasn't been all these the quarterback point or like the ro- a roster overhaul or a new coach or a new GM. It hasn't been any of that stuff. It's been like plays, you know, a couple of plays, um, maybe a player, but maybe even not. What do we what do we say last year to this question? When Cincinnati, after the Bills lose on that fluke in Kansas City, that was their own fault. Then the Bengals go to Kansas City and win. I don't know. Did we think they were at all far away? No, we thought they should be in the game. No, we thought. Yeah, I think we thought not. Not only, yeah, I think we thought they would have destroyed Cincinnati. They should have. They deserve to be in the game. How far yeah. away they're ahead of yeah. where you need to go to be in the Super Bowl? They deserve to be in the Super Bowl, even though they're they not. A, an entire another game to go. We felt like they were thirteen seconds away from the Super Bowl. Right, and it was reasonable. Like we yeah. did that all summer, all all yeah. off season. We we yeah. talked like that, and it was reasonable enough. Now, though, this is a new one. There is we're not talking overhaul. Most of us are not talking about a new coach, right? Like mm-hmm. they're going to be a lot the same, and that's good. And almost anybody would tell you that that's what should happen. Mm-hmm. Yep, but. The way the Bengals beat them, and now with Kansas City, I mean, I know, I don't really get it, but I guess it's sort of normal how the team that is the Bills' biggest rival, like, the fans just hate them. And Okay, you got your reasons, but I I don't hate Kansas City. I don't hate Patrick Mahomes. It feels like like it's kind of sad to hate Patrick Mahomes. The guy is so good. That performance yesterday, just so good. I don't know, Bulldog. So today, is this kind of like a little bit of an in-between Moment yeah, a, for the Bills trying to figure it, out wh- what they need to do. It's a weird spot. I, I'll, I'll, I, I want to say this. 
um, because I, I experienced this yesterday in, in in a stronger way than I ever have before. And, it, and it's something that you do hear from time to time, um, you know, about, about the way a season goes, um, and you're just so brokenhearted or mad, like whatever, whatever you know, whatever. It's probably some mix of the two. Uh, that that you'll hear fans say, like, I I couldn't even watch. Players often will say that. I you know I don't know if we want to take them at face value. Like I can't even watch it. I'm too mad. I felt that as strongly as I ever have in my life. Yes, watching really? that AFC Championship game yesterday. Yeah, I really. Just, I just didn't. I could not. Get, I was just so disappointed that the Bills weren't playing. And like, it's not like, not like they deserved to be there. You know, I mean, they, they got they got smacked last week. But it's still like everything that was happening in it, the Chiefs' pass rush, the Bengals' defense, like all these things that the Bills like flailed around at. In, in their game against Cincinnati were like it was all happening it was just making me mad and and I really I, I I had to work to stay there to watch the game I felt like it was important I want to see it and I'm glad I did but I was thinking a lot about people who say that more than like I don't think I was ever close to really turning the TV off but it was in my head it, almost as soon as the game started I just was sitting there going like, man I don't there's not an outcome here that I feel good about um, I just, I don't, and, and most of it is founded in the frustration that both of those teams were doing things in that game that the Bills could not do at all, nor defend at all against the Bengals last week. And that just made me nuts. And I've never really, I didn't feel that way. La- I felt that way about 13 seconds in a way. It didn't make me want to turn the game off last year. You know, I, I was upset, but I felt like, you know, the Bills blew it more than they were flawed or they were missing something, uh, and this year just feels a lot different. And I, that was a strange sensation for me to be experiencing. I get it. It's really like the the season overall and how much we all invested into it and how much the Bills invested into it, like emotionally. Um, and it's the third year of this instead of the second. I think like it's just one more miss, mm-hmm. one more missed opportunity. So I think for certain reasons I understand that. The other – the other side of it, though, is like the football side. As you said, last year, for me, and I think for maybe most fans, was bitter. Just how you watch Cincinnati win, it just didn't didn't sit right at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like right. The, the Bills had the game won in Kansas City, and they would have been home for the Bengals, and like that just didn't sit right at all. Whereas yesterday, that what you're describing never crossed my mind at all. Yesterday. Mm-hmm. Just never crossed my mind. I mean... For all intents and purposes, never, I never, yeah. I never looked at Bengals Chiefs and went, "Oh, if this had been the Bills." I mean, you're right. Like right away, Chris Jones and Frank Clark, right? They couldn't be blocked. Right away, it was this was supposed to happen last week, yep. But it didn't. So then I went back to, uh, you know, the shoes, thinking it was the <laughs> right, shoes. right, right. I, I, I think I'm going to take that away. I'm just going to decide that it was the sh- that it the Bills the did not have yeah. the right shoes on for the game. Yeah. Couldn't do anything like Some that. Some combination of shoes and, and a lack of gas, maybe. Is, is <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe. Because that, that certainly got talked about a lot, yeah. Well, so is there a gap? I mean, I, I guess I, I want to say no, because like the, 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 the kind of stuff that's flying around now when you think about last week's game being so decisive and 
you know, you're watching Bengals and Chiefs go toe to toe last night, is that the Bills are a level down from those teams, and you know, they'll, they'll all be making changes anyway. Like the Chiefs had a lot of rookies make an yeah. impact for them, and that's something that the Bills can get right this year. You, you hope so, and end up that way next year. This, this unlike last year. Um, this year will be a draft and an off season where there should be opportunities for that. Yeah, right. We we had to work. I mean, last year it was simply well, Tre'Davious White is hurt, so we don't know about corner depth. So you better do something about that. And that that was you know, you, you were you know receiver, 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 which you've been for for, for more than a couple years now, I think. Um, but like as far, but even that, I, I don't know that you were expecting like if they draft somebody, he'll start ahead of Gabe Davis or something. Like, Gabe Davis was coming off of that Kansas City playoff game, and he was going to get a, his opportunity. This year, yeah, I mean, I feel like there's a lot less certainty about, you know, multiple spots there. I mean, in the secondary, linebacker because of Edmonds's status, and then, like, both lines, I mean, they've got a lot of – they got a lot of things to, I think, um, you know, consider – tinkering or more with and i'm really curious to see like you know how they deploy their resources to try to make any of that happen because you know we got the cap news today and it's maybe a little more than we thought it was going to be but it's still like the bills have got a lot of work to do just to get under the cap before they even had anyone so what is that again 220 224 i think is what i saw okay that's a lot and they're yeah, they're like I think twenty twenty million or thereabouts over. Yeah. So um, it's not going to be easy, um, but the, there is yeah there's you know in a in a certain way, unlike last year, there is because la- last year there was no quite like you would have had to really get after me to do more than just. No, let's just run it back. Look how close they were. They were they were great. It was fine. Look at Gabe, Gabe Davis. I mean, no, I'm not expecting that every week, but man, like that should be your number two receiver if he can do that in a playoff game, right? Like that was easy for me to settle into. And this year's there's just there's just a lot more fluctuation, I think, to be expected. And there should be, because they did, for a third straight year, fall short of their goal. And you know they're gonna have to do things because of you know what we've already talked about, which is the the you know the way things are with the cap and what they've got set up to to have to try to retain. This Super Bowl is one seed versus one seed, and from like a macro sense, I'm glad for that because I I think it's such, it's such a big advantage this way. They had to have their seventh team in each conference in the playoffs. They took away the bye from the two seed. And it just further, it, it's it's a further imbalance, further weights the advantage to the one seed. You get home field and the week off. And, I mean, the Chiefs are banged up, but they certainly benefited. I mean, who wouldn't benefit? You have to. The Eagles, yeah. Eagles too. The other team is traveling. The Niners are traveling across the country after having played Dallas. So it's just like, it's just a lot more to ask of a road team when – Road teams win. We don't just like anything in sports. You know, we don't talk about it like as a as an advantage like that. I, I don't know if there's anything changing on the horizon. We're having the conversation this year about neutral site championship games, and you know what? Actually, maybe that gains steam with the home teams winning, and in, they're different. Like Philadelphia dominated 
I mean, how ridiculous is it, or is that not the word, that Purdy went back in even though he couldn't throw a pass? I, I, I know. Like, poor Josh Johnson. The guy's actually done some things, but he drops that one snap for points, and, like, we're better off down 14 at halftime. We're better off with whatever. Was it 17-7 or 21-7? It's 21-7, right? 21-7, yeah. We're better off with Purdy handing off and running reverses. Well, Johnson got knocked out, didn't he? Oh, I didn't even know that. He, yeah. Oh, he, never mind. He he hit his he hit his head. He got pulled out of the game. Oh, like, wow. I, yeah. He. Oh, yeah, bulldog. I, I, I'm I sorry. Believe anyway that that's what happened. No. Yeah. Did that happen in the like the very beginning of the third quarter? I believe so. Okay, yeah. that's the yeah. only football I missed. Holy yeah. cow! I didn't even know that. Yeah, he wow. got hit and hit the back of his head. I I I was I we went over to some friends uh, yesterday at halftime of that game. And with the way the game was going, I was This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I'm taking notes, but I, I noticed him with a trainer, like walking either to the locker room or to the medical tent. And I, I like yelled. I, I said it loudly to anyone who was within earshot, like, oh, my gosh, Johnson is being looked at. And then they showed a replay of him. And that, I never heard commentary, but I'm assuming he got okay. pulled from the game for concussions well, I mean, or whatever. But. You just heard me say, how ridiculous is it for them to take him out? <laughs> right. And I totally missed that. And just like the game yeah. was sort of a flat line after that. And I just thought San Francisco, well, I'm embarrassed. I just thought San Francisco went back to Purdy and, you know, we're just going to run our Shanahan scheme stuff, work, work some magic, and maybe have a better you know, chance of winning. That's why you're hearing more about, like, the. I don't know if you've, you've caught this today. Maybe it didn't make sense to you, but three quarterbacks. Like, let's go back to the emergency quarterback. No, I didn't even see that today. That that, that was making the rounds today because of, you know, where, where they were left. They were left with a guy who couldn't throw and another guy who was concussed. Wow. Well, that makes sense, I guess. Uh, no, at halftime, my friend and I went and challenged our daughters to uh, NHL 22. Mm, nice and we got that go. We got crushed. And then we when crushed I got back up there, it was four minutes into the third quarter, and Purdy was on the field. Like, okay. Yeah, that's, that's it then. Th- yeah. they're, they're making a change. Well, yeah. okay. Anyway, so enough about that. But the the one seeds both win home field, bye week. Um, and in terms of – so I started to say, like, the, the Eagles game was domination. Ultimately, with this handicap the Niners had, 
the Chiefs game, you know, you think about officials. I I didn't see anything about emergency quarterbacks on the on Twitter today, but I did see a lot about officials, you know, yes. last night and today. Bet you did, yeah. And this is a big part of why home field advantage exists, of what it is, is officiating. And when you have I mean, I really don't blame anybody for doing the math like this. You know, you have team the home team getting calls and it's Mahomes. I mean, just sorry, but how much more interesting is the Super Bowl to most people mm-hmm. with Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs in it? I mean, then the Bengals. I really like anybody, probably you really respect the Bengals for I did how too, they especially play, because they, they hung in with you know what looked like at times the refs trying to give Kansas City like every opportunity that that whole debacle with the redo the third down thing was just was brutal to watch. I mean, I I understand the explanation, but the optics of it were horrible. Um, and and I I think I even tweeted the, with the game tied. Like I just really admire the I, the Bengals. They just they just are taking all this and they're still here. And you know, ultimately, they, they didn't have enough there uh, at the end to overcome their own you know their own mistakes. But yeah, Man, it, it, so it felt close. like they had they had a twelfth guy on the field that they had to battle against, and that felt like the refs. That call, uh, Osai, I think you have to you have to call that. Like yes. that's it's worse if you don't. It's, yes. it's worse if you don't. Because... I agree. It, it, I agree. It a hun- I don't think I've seen really. Well, maybe maybe a few sort of way out there accounts, like saying he barely touched him, Mahomes dove, whatever. I, I think that's a flag. I've seen very little that I respect trying to you know, like defend not calling that penalty. But with the way everything else went prior to that, it, it just it just, that, I, it just felt like oh no, <laughs> like oh, not like this because it's just going to add another layer to you know. The, the fix is in and that kind of that kind of talk because of the way things had gone earlier in the game. So e- even though it's a valid, I think, 100 out of 100, that call should be made, with the way things had gone earlier in the game, it just, it just added to the suspect nature of the whole thing, I think. And this is just me at where I'm at in my life. It, the, watching the player just... Oh, I know inconsolable that really hurt like that that really hit me i was trying to think of 20 years ago or whenever like just blunders in sports and if i felt anything <laughs> like I, I i can like anybody sort of name famous moments where one guy really blows it but i don't know like i didn't used I just, to feel it i don't no. know what changed if it was you know I, we went through like a good 5 years where our son was playing at a highly competitive level and the results really mattered so i felt the pain of the misses you know when they happened in a different way and maybe that sort of opened me up to feeling like the and and you know just understanding more like what the what the loser what the person who made the mistake is going through um but i've definitely changed in that way like i i feel terrible for Anyone, I, benefit the Bills, great. I'm happy, but I still will find room to feel terrible for the guy that blew it for the other team. Yeah, hopefully he can sort of cope. Yeah, <laughs> because his name will be attached to that loss. You know, uh, this is one like last year, all year we talked about the Bills need to win so we can erase that, <laughs> and that's like true for Joseph Osai and the Bengals. He's young. You know, hopefully that happens, but I, I just. Almost couldn't watch it. 
So I really wanted overtime, though. I was mad at him at first. I really wanted overtime. We we're going to get to see what the team that won the coin toss did with the ball. I don't know if either guy was asked about that. I mean, it was irrelevant because the game ended regulation, that penalty, the punt return and that penalty. I mean, what was the difference between the Chiefs and the Bengals? Like, that, they, that game should have gone to overtime when the punt, when the lining up to punt it, but the return and then uh, that penalty d- does it, gets them into you know they needed that 15 yards yeah they they were they were looking at like a 60 yard field goal or something which you know you try it probably with you know at the end of the game i don't know maybe though. the guy makes it but I, yeah maybe not maybe not it's 5 seconds right or 10 seconds what, no, what was it 10 play, seconds that play was snapped with 17 seconds so I maybe it's the- 10 and they just kick it and then there was the kickoff after that right. 3 seconds maybe 8 seconds 8 seconds cuz that was 3 seconds for the kickoff Okay, but I think that was out of his range, and so one play to the sideline, no timeouts. Anyway, can't we got Kansas City again? Kansas City again. Kansas City, Philadelphia, in the Super Bowl in Arizona two weeks from yesterday. What does it mean to the Bills? Did you find yourself rooting for one team or another in this game last night? Did you relate to Bulldog saying you didn't want to watch it? And officiating again is a thing. I mean, it just happens every year. 803-0550 for your calls. It is the offseason. Chris Trapasso, CBS Sports, NFL Draft, and reflecting on the spill season, rookie classes, and more with him coming up at 4 today. Hope to hear from you talking about yesterday's football and the Bills going forward. Mike Shope and the Bulldog here, WGR. I mean, losing sucks regardless. Last year, I mean, the fight just to get in the playoffs, upset some teams. And this year, you know, we had all the momentum, played well in the first round, played well in the second round. And you didn't really get to see all the 49er football that we wanted to put out there on tape, but, you know, life kind of just punches you in the face sometimes, and it is what it is. George Kittle, San Francisco out in the NFC Championship game for the second year in a row. Chiefs and Eagles in the Super Bowl, one seed versus one. Two cities With uh, a long history of linkage. Um, The 1980 World Series. Okay. They both had the A's. At one time, sure. Yeah, okay. When we would fly to Kansas City when I was announcing for the Buffalo Blizzard, it was always through Philadelphia. Buffalo to Philadelphia, U.S. Air to Kansas City. Remember a Thursday night game between these teams once where Chip Kelly was the Eagles coach? So there's a lot. There's a rich history. Andy Reid, obviously. <laughs> well, there are fun angles, right? Like, I'm yeah. kidding, but Reid and Kelsey's, the Kelsey's. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, it's really good, and the spread reflects it. Kansas City is a – Philadelphia is a two-point favorite. Surprised? Like, do you want to jump on that in some direction? I, I'm – I'm, um, yeah, I'm I'm inclined to favor Philly myself. Um, so, wait, what did you say? Who Two. It, it, and it's it's for Kansas City, Philadelphia minus two. Oh, Philadelphia. Okay, yeah. No, I I I'll, I'll wait and see if that cha- if it slides the other way, probably, um, at all. But I think they deserve to be favored. Um, you know, Mahomes is still shaky. They had a lot of other injuries yesterday. I mean, they, the receivers were dropping like crazy in that yep. game for them too. Yep. Um, so they've got a lot to to try to get right. They've got a couple weeks to do it. Uh, but I I would be leaning Eagles at this point. 803-0550 for your calls on yesterday's football. Any particular angle from it? Talking about the Bills and their lost uh, opportunity here 
and more throughout the day. Chris Trapasso will join us in about half an hour. Here's Jay with us. Hi, Jay. Hi, guys. Uh, first time, long time. Um, I've got a little statement here. I mean, obviously it's going to be a bunch of noise because I know this is probably not going to change. But just watching that game, especially the AFC title game yesterday, you could just see the difference in coaching between you know, Buffalo and you know Cincinnati and Kansas City, just even on defense and how the way Spagnuolo was playing Cincinnati, you know, like they're getting pressure with, you know, and obviously Chris Jones is Chris Jones, but the rest of their line, there's just nobody that's really, you know, elite, elite, you know, compared to our guys. I mean, Shaq Lawson and Frank Clark almost, you know, it's kind of the same guy in a way. And also, too, if you look at the the, the defensive backs, how they were playing up on the Cincy receivers, then those are a bunch of rookies. You, you tell me Trent McDuffie is a better cornerback than, you know, Trey White, you know, I just, you can see the differences in the systems and stuff. And like, I mean, I know ultimately like they're not going to do anything with Dermick or Frazier possibly not you know but like it's just three years now we know the story the past three years and again I, I, I appreciate everything McDermott's done for the city I appreciate him in the drought everybody's happy for that but like how long do we you know just be the bridesmaids instead of the being an actual bride you know and like again I know this is all hollow noise because I mean <laughs> McDermott's going nowhere but you know just do we just if say this become a, a continuing trend where we have good regular seasons, you know we got Devo good numbers and everything, and then we we play these the playoff games against certain teams, you know we we kind of you know lose, yeah, <laughs> basically lose. Yeah. especially on defense. It's just like yes, it, it works against Matt Jones and you know guys like that, but like when the, the big boys like you know with Mahomes and Burrow. The three ones that they lost basically these three years, it's like they've been up 42, you know, like what is it, 27 to the Cincinnati, and even against, you know, Skylar Thompson, which obviously is not an elite team, they gave up 31 there they could have lost. You know, it's just the same amount of points that they're not, you know, giving up during the season that they give up during the season is, is, is not equating the same thing. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. Sorry. That's all right. No, fine. Thanks, Jay. I mean, yeah, you're playing I mean, better I, teams, I, for one thing, so. Right, yeah. Um, I, I, yeah, that, that, Watching not just the success these teams had yesterday, but seeing some of the tactics again, recognizing you're just you know you're watching on TV, so you're not you know you're not getting the the world view so to speak every play. But yeah, I mean stuff like that was noticeable, especially with all the attention that was on the Bills playing as soft as they often did against Cincinnati last week when it didn't really make sense. The ball was coming out so fast, like the. That, that is the most troubled I've been about McDermott and Frazier on that side of the ball since they got here, uh, looking at what, what at how they handled that Bengals game. It just didn't make sense that they didn't change something during the game, and that's why, like, if we're just yelling into the void, um, like, I'm not here to call for McDermott being replaced. I think that is, is borderline crazy, but... I want him to be open to evolving here and and trying to improve on what has been, you know, an excellent run of defensive success in the regular season, but the results in the playoffs, I think kind of speak for themselves. You can you can dismiss it as it's a smaller sample than a whole season, or you can be troubled that when it gets to that part of the year, they don't seem to have answers to slow down elite offense. I just would like to add that maybe Trent McDuffie is as good or better than Trey White at this point. Like, that's a first-round draft pick. Uh, the Bills, Kyrie Elam is the comp anyway, but, like, White with his injury 
and then you know just whatever he was dealing with psychologically. I, I'm not trying. I don't want to sort of guess too hard here at Trey White, but he's somebody that I think about a lot for the Bills. You know, he almost skipped a season and just seems like a guy who you know is pretty emotional. And mm-hmm. at the end of the season, a couple of pass interference penalties on plays like he would not have made those mistakes. I think, you know, when we were like at peak Trey White, which was almost right right out of the box when he, right. when he came into the league. So um, McDuffie's good, and he should be. And White has been good, but that's an interesting guy going forward here right. for the Bills. You've got, you've got the all the stuff, like, emotionally that, that I, I think it's fair to wonder how much it impacted White. You can't know for sure, but, it, I mean, the window he's given you into – his thought process tells you that it definitely affected him. Then you've got just the, the simple fact that he's, he's you know, coming back from that injury, and you hear it all the time, and you will probably we're going to hear it a lot, and you're going to hear it right now from me. It sometimes takes guys another year to get all the way back. And, you know, the fact that he was, you know, reaching and grabbing and pulling and getting flagged for interference because it's because he was beat. And so is he a little, you know, a, a half a step or just a fraction slower than he is used to being because of the knee and the recovery? I mean, it's it's certainly fair to wonder about that. Um, and you, you just have to hope that that gets better uh, here as we, you know, head for the 2023 season. The Bills need a good draft. That is almost saying nothing. All teams would say they need a good draft. It's that, like, you've got this little maybe a transition moment here for them with, how they've held on to veterans, and now you've got cap issues and some guys going to, to free agency will probably get get away. And it's like a really cool challenge here for Bean. I mean, Bean likes to make deals. He, he likes to be active, and that's good because this is a year where he's probably going to want to do that, and it's probably in his best interest to be – Ready to you know be to be really flexible. I guess I want to. I'll put it like that. Um, that could be moving picks around. You see that, of course, all the time. Um, we'll see if there's a philosophical change from the Bills when it comes to that time. And this can be something we talk about with our guest coming up. But I like him for this for this moment. I mean, he now has it's it's new. It's different now with the step back, if you will from how this season ended as opposed to last year or two years ago when they were so on the rise. Like now there are harder questions, different questions for him to ask. And I don't know, I'm I'm excited to see what he does. Let's go to Mike here. Hi, Mike. Hi, guys. Um, I just wanted to chime in about what you were talking about earlier. I don't think the Bills are far off the margin at all. I don't think you win 13 games. And lose three games by a combined eight points and become the Super Bowl favorite by mistake or by luck. I absolutely think we're right there. Um, I think we're extremely talented. To agree with the previous caller, it just seems like situationally we screw it up. And, you know, I'm not one of those guys calling for all the coaches to be gone, but I would like to see a little bit of a culture shift maybe. You know, I kind of miss that Bill's swagger from the last couple of years. It seems like this year. And, Rightfully so, with all the things they went through. I I just think as Bills fans, especially me, ever since that Thanksgiving week where they had to travel twice to Detroit, I don't know what you guys think, but it just seems like they never really caught their breath after that. And maybe we um, aren't giving this team enough credit 
uh, for what they went through. And, and maybe the Bengals just caught us on our worst day of the year. I don't know, guys. I'll hang up and listen. Thanks, Mike. It's, it, to me, all of that is is plausible. You know, I, I, I think to for, – for me anyway, I mean, everyone can handle it the way they want to handle it. Like, I, I – um, to, to have worried about it from around the time the call – I mean, I, I think I've, I've told you, Mike, and, and our audience, like I was worried on January 2nd uh, about them getting really smoked by the Bengals because I just thought cumulatively all the stuff that they had been through to that point was maybe just a lot. You know, it was a lot of fluctuation in routine and just just, just stuff that can be – that that can that can wear on you, and then of course what happened happened in Cincinnati, and I don't know I I can't just pretend that didn't happen, but I also can't know that they were emotionally, uh, you know, exhausted and unable to like put their best foot forward against the Bengals. So it do, I don't want to use it to explain away the loss completely, but I also don't want to ignore it. I don't feel like that would be honest because i was worried about it for weeks catch ross tucker yesterday on tv i did not catch ross tucker on okay TV well i'm gonna was he? try to atone for myself here because i didn't know josh johnson had gotten hurt but i saw ross twice and i'm annoyed that i'm not going to be here on thursday because i want to put this to him <laughs> remember last week he was talking about like it, from working the bills game and Diggs ran over that photographer in the end zone and just you know, you got to be smart. He's he's talking like you got to stay. The, they're coming at you fast. You get out of the way. You know, sort right. of. So <laughs> I saw him twice. And, and and but then he also admitted, try to get over there to try to help so that you can get on TV. Screen time. Right. Get screen time. Right. Twice yesterday, the top sideline. He's on the Niner sideline, like he said he was. Right. Didn't, didn't he tell us that? He's on the Niners sideline, once uh, off to the right, once off to the left, like maybe the 20-yard line or whatever. The second one is better. Hertz runs out of bounds, and Ross is like, I don't know, he's back a ways, but he's in that cluster of people. And both times he sort of jogged toward the player after the play was over. Like he sort of, the screen time point, he sort of <laughs> moved into the picture. And he just he doesn't have an expression on his face or anything like that. He's sort of like, I think it was the Hertz one. Where he just, it was almost a jog. It was like a fast walk, which would make no sense for any other reason. Like, why why are you moving <laughs> so rapidly toward Jalen Hurts there on the sideline? The play is over. Every There's no risk of a, of a collision here or anything. It's, it's past that. Yeah. And he just sort of, like, moves over. Which, like, I'm thinking he had to have done that purposely uh, for this reason, but I don't know. So I'd want to ask him. Yeah. So, and I'm not the guy who, like pauses the game and records it on my phone and then goes to Twitter and shares <laughs> right, it. Right. Like, cause hey, that's look, the only way to tweet sell. it. Yeah, no, right. Me that, either. <laughs> that, that's the only way to tweet it is with the video of Ross moving toward Hertz. Like, you know, I'm on yeah. TV and it's just funny because he like played in the league, you know, like Ross, why, right. why is Ross, is, is he a little bit too eager uh, to get on there? I don't know, but he is just an open book, right? Like he says it, he tells you, right. I want to yep. get some screen time so they can see well, me back home. I'll, I, even though I didn't see this, I'll, I'll try to remember to bring it up to him. Although I, I don't know if you want to, you know, because you probably will forget by the time you see talk to him again. After the maybe, Super Bowl, maybe, maybe, maybe I will. Or before the Super Bowl, I mean, whatever. Yeah, yeah, he'll be on what three more times? Yeah, I guess that's right. The next three Thursdays, and then that's it. Same thing with Sam Monson. Tomorrow, next week, and then after the game. 
Mike Shope and the Bulldog. That Eric Wood is all done for now, but he did already say he would join us next week, uh, Super Bowl week. So we'll talk to Eric next next Monday or whatever day it ends up being. Chris Trapasso, CBS Sports, coming up in 20 minutes. The Sabres are off until Wednesday when they host Carolina. Then they're off for a week and a half after that. Get a word in on them when we come back. Mike Shope and the Bulldog, WGR. Welcome back, everybody. Mike Shope and the Bulldog here. Get to the Sabres in just a second. Chris Trapasso coming up in 15 minutes talking bills and rookies and, yes, the draft. I'm ready for some draft stuff. I love to draft. And I love drafts in general. Pretty much the same thing. (laughs) Want to mention uh, Joe Ostrowski here. So on Thursday, he, he, Joe, this is where Joe, I think, is like especially sharp. He is like, I think, not that I've ever met him, but I think he's the guy who is just, his eyes are always open to like, if there's a sort of a new prop bet that's maybe you can get an edge from, or just like, he's kind of like always sort of in ready position, I think, Joe. Mm Mm-hmm. Which I think maybe if you're like into really into betting, you just need to be to be good at it. Just like right on top of it, he brought up on Thursday. Remember this, the Patrick Mahomes prop to lead the oh, postseason yes. in passing yards. Yes, he's like, well, he only has a hundred and something, whatever his number was against uh, Jacksonville, and he was hurt in that game. But Allen's out, and if they win, you know, here we go. Right. Philadelphia, like, Hurts doesn't, you know, throw for 300 yards regularly. He threw for, like, a buck 20 yesterday, and they won. They blew him out. So, yeah. Hurts is at 275 through two games. Mahomes is at 521, which is fourth. But the three guys ahead of him are all, all are all out. Purdy, 569, is out. Mahomes should easily pass him if he stays on the field. Mm-hmm. Allen at 616. So Mahomes is 96 yards away from passing him. The only guy that matters is Burrow. And Burrow had three games. And his number is 721. Mahomes is exactly 200 yards behind Burrow. So if he throws for 201, that's a, that's a win at 8-1. to one. He's going to get there. Yeah. yeah, he's got it. Like, unless Hurts... Like, if Mahomes throws for 201 yards, Hurts would have to throw for, like, 460. You know, what kind of game is that, by the way? Like, the <laughs> Kansas City is pounding the ball. There's running on Philadelphia, and the Eagles are out just launching bombs. Like, I mean, the Eagles can do seem that. likely at all. No. Yeah. <laughs> if Hurts is throwing for 300, so is Patrick Mahomes. I'm pretty sure. Right. So, like, that's close. He's 2 I don't know what happens if it's a tie, but if he throws for 201, I mean, his over-under is going to be higher than that. Sure, yeah. I mean, that's a great job. Eight to it really one. is. I, I put, ne- I, and I had never even thought about that. No, me neither. Me neither. I put 15 on it while he was talking. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, you're right. Although yes, yesterday I bet Cincinnati live twice when they were losing, and that hurt. And then I looked at it. They had the ball in a tie, and I looked at it, and Kansas City was like plus 105. I never saw anything too dramatic towards Cincinnati. Like They, they didn't have the ball late enough in good field position to like to get that. But I thought like you know what I could guarantee mm-hmm. that I don't lose here if I if I hedge this and just bet the Chiefs now, but yeah. I decided not to do it. It felt like since he was going to get there. They just didn't. So, 
Yeah. Those are the, the, those two bets go into a, a huge pile of bets in my life that um, made a lot of sense, but lost. Yeah. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medella is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. That's how that goes. It is how that goes. That <laughs> is how that goes. Yep. Know. Well. Anything, it, any story like this from yesterday, good or bad? Uh, no. I, well, no. I, um, you familiar with the, uh, the bloodbath? Uh, that, that oh, would be, no. That, that would be a way. Well, you know, I, you know, John Rahm, it all started with John Rahm. But, no, I, I, I had I had bets, like, I, I had I had everything covered. I thought um, well before this game, like so, well before I even made the ROM bet, I, I decided what I was doing with football, and, and none of it hit. So I, oh. you know, hmm. it was not a it was not a great day. It happens, and um, you know, the ROM collapse was was pretty epic. So that was that was the the sharp move then was to bet against him when it seemed like he was just all set. Yeah, right. He's the favorite, and it's even even Saturday. Man, they really will. You, you had you, when I brought that up. I, I had Rom to win the golf tournament for people who weren't with us on Friday, um, and I sort of fell into it, not knowing the tournament had started on Wednesday, and his odds were preposterously large because he had a terrible first round. I didn't even know, and but I bet it because I, I saw him and I knew he'd been playing well. I was like, okay, and then he got hot, and it was really, you know, he had a real great look at it. Um, that buyout that we talked about, which was like one seventy one on Friday at six o'clock got all the way down overnight Friday into Saturday before they started playing. It got as low as 113. And then as soon as they were on the tee, it went right back up to 171 again. Yeah. And so you had a friend that said, like, wait, you know, if you're going to buy out, don't do it now. And, of course, he started, he bogeyed one, and it never got to 171 again. And I was watching, and then I left the house to go meet Jeremy at a place five minutes from my house. And by the time we got to the place and got settled and got them to turn the golf on, he wasn't even on the front page of the leaderboard anymore. <laughs> like, the, from my house to this bar on Hurdle that we go to regularly, I mean, I, I was like, what What? What happened? It's over. And Jared's like, oh, yeah, I was leaving. I saw he hit the card path. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> you think you can trust somebody. 
I know, right? Best player <laughs> in the world? What? At the Farmers, for cripe's sake? The Farmers. <laughs> I still think they should play that tournament with farm, Farmers equipment. Farm equipment. So anyway, that's just, uh, you know, bad. I had a bad... Uh, Bad, bad start to the weekend on Saturday. Okay, that, and I never, I never. Not that it mattered. My, again, my football bets were all made beforehand, and I just didn't hit anything. So we, we inter- it turns out, did not talk about the Sabers here like I had meant to, um, but we definitely will. Another, they didn't win this time, but another uh, nice showing, I would say, in Minnesota, and now they're coming up on a break after one more game Wednesday night. We'll talk some hockey as we go. Chris Trapasso next, CBS Sports. Mike Schopen, the Bulldog, WGR. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 